everyone, welcome to Dorks Are Dangerous Chronicle 7, Session 2. Our party has just been teleported to a, possibly a new plane of existence or one in between planes of existence. They're not quite sure, but they think that's where they're at. Um, they've gone down into essentially a dungeon. They were first met with a uh, ref painted glass reflection of themselves at a doorway. Uh, they figured out that a way to get through was to turn around so they couldn't see the reflection go through. Uh, when Zane went through, uh, he was holding a figurine of a cracked raven uh, when he came through on the other side with the rest of the party. Uh, they came to a corridor where, unfortunately, Jari lost all of their really cool equipment, and so the party uh, and himself outfitted him with what was in their bag of holding, with various weapons and armor that they had on hand. And then they figured out the puzzle, got through, got some hints as to what uh, the creature statue was at the other end and what it possibly represented. Uh, then they went down a corridor, down into a lower level. Uh, they came to a junction point where there was a left path and a right path. They went to the left path, which led them upstairs into a room that was hexagonal. Uh, it had painted wall murals uh, all over the place, couple of them of a window scene that looked out into a city. There was an easel in the middle of the room, and when Jari and Tom, Tom reluctantly, uh, both went to the middle, they saw that there was a hole in the center of the floor. Like, the whole room pivoted, uh, not pivoted, uh, sunk in towards this hole in the center. And from there, Jari heard what sounded like muffled screaming in multiple sources of it. And when he shouted down, the rest of the party started to hear these screams too from an adjoining corridor, uh, that seems to lead down. Uh, Jari suddenly teleported downstairs and things started kicking off. Um, there were stretching racks with two uh, NPCs that are very important to certain party members uh, in the group. Uh, they managed to stop the stretching racks before it was too late with their weapons that were magical and to keep it from turning. Now they're trying to figure out what they should do and how to get them out, who to get out first and maybe come back for later or unfortunately leave behind. Upstairs, Tom seems to have figured out the puzzle for the canvas uh, that's in the center of the room. And he just painted a key with his blood on the blank canvas, which is now turned, soaked into the canvas and made a portal, it looks like. And there is a blood version of him coming through like the girl from the ring. And that is where we left off. So party members, if you'd be so kind, I'd like you all to roll initiative, please. And Tom, I would like you to roll with advantage. One of those is going to be the blood creature. That's 12. Okay. I got an 18. Right. You will be the 18 then. All right, so it looks like we got it's suit initiative. Got a nine. Thank you. All right, so we got Tom, we got Aldrithan, we got uh, Jari, Zane, and then B Tom. All right, let's go. Top of the go. Tom, you see this thing coming out. It's about halfway out of the canvas in the center of the room, which is about 30 by 30 feet. 
All right. I am going to... Uh, Tom is going to... Uh, back off uh, 25 feet. Okay. Are you backing off towards the door you came from or towards the side door wherever, where some of your prime members went down? Or are you just going towards a wall? Uh, probably towards where uh, my par my party members went to. Okay, so you're going to that corridor that's to the left, uh, the stairs that yep. you down. So you get just before the threshold. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... Sh uh, can I use a free action to sh sh shout down to the par party members? You sure can. Like, hey guys, uh, there's uh, there's something going on up here. There's another me that's, but made out of blood. Perfect. And uh, yeah, action wise, I just want to observe what's going on here. Like, I just want to see um, if I can sense any hostility. If you're okay, if you're sensing for hostility, go ahead and roll. An insight check with disadvantage because this is not quite a creature, but it's also okay. looks like you. Okay. I got a 12. Uh, dripping blood and coming out of a canvas real creepily. It feels, it feels like it could be hostile. Okay. With the 12. Anything else for you, sir? Bonus actions, anything like that? Um, okay, bonus action. I will take my bonus action to cast a dragon's breath on my f f familiar. Oh, okay. And your familiar is going... up top with you now, right? Because you had it scary back yes. up. Yep. Um, it's going to, and I'm going to have it do a cold damage. Okay. Now you're familiar. It came up through the hole. Did you have it climb back up on your shoulder? Where did it go when it got back in the room? It, it, it probably would have came back to me. Oh, I didn't mean to do the, uh, well, that's whenever it does do the, attack but uh yeah um it would have crawled back to me because okay. a spider's home is on my person so makes sense okay all right so you go to uh cast a spell it is going to try and make this save with disadvantage well it's or well with um with uh bonus action it it's uh doesn't cast it right right away mm, okay so it's so it's essentially holding it um there we go so touch one willing creature and view it with the power to, to spew it uh so the creature can use an action to excel this energy got it um, so you're so, holding it for potentially next round then yes yes it's tom is just waiting to see if anything goes on but if things go on then uh, the familiar can we can unleash uh, a lot of damage towards it. Cool. All right. 
I think that was your movement. Your action bonus action is in free action. So unless there's something I'm missing, or is that it? That's it. Alrighty. Let's go. Aldrithin, you heard Tom shout. You're in a sticky situation downstairs. What are you doing? So when we last left off, I was actually in an argument with Jari. Mm -hmm. uh, because Jari was... Jari had a, had a scroll passed down through the through the spider hole. Um, and he was saying, he was making his point that, um, I forget who Zane's buddy is that's Tan. tied up on one of the racks. Tan. Tan. Uh, is more important than my friend, uh, where the, my friend is a local artist and this guy is some kind of cool cleric person. Um, so, um, and we were sort of biting at one another. So I'm going to um, just, I, I'm just going to snap at Jari that. Um, so you can use your action to snap back at him. Uh, I don't know. I, is, is an action talking? Yep. So when you converse with people, it is, well, actually, it'll be a free action depending on how long your conversation is. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I get what you're saying. Take him. Okay, that was your reaction. Um, and um, I'd like to use a, anything, sort of any any meaningful action I can take to investigate the the rack that is stretching my friend. Um, Make an investigation check. That will be your action. Yeah, that's a twenty four. Twenty four. Perfect. Okay, so you've all deduced that at least the shackles and the the cuffs are magical. Um, you notice that as you're looking at hers specifically, uh, the chains wrap around the, the wheels and there's gears that kind of feed into the ground. Like they come up from the ground in slits and the chains are going down through there for some sort of mix and coming back up and making them rotate. So they're going under the floor to keep rotating. It looks like, um, for now, this, the, the magic weapons are going to hold the, the spokes in place. They're not going to continue to move. But everything else of the machine seems metal and wooden. So the, the board she lays on is wooden, but it's supported by metal bars on the back. Uh, the wheels themselves uh, are mostly wooden. However, with your investigation check, if you were to break the wheels above, there's a chance that she's still going to get stretched because the wheels are going to go underneath to whatever gears are below there and they might spin out of control or they might stop. You don't know that because you can't see it. Um, but right now, there she's. you could break the wood. That's mundane that she's laying on. You could break the wheels. Um, those are normal wood. And it's tilted at an angle, um, kind of like her head is higher than her legs at this point. And, and the shackles... How is she, can you say again how she's attached to this? Yes. So it's both arms are stretched at an angle above her head. Her legs, same, but below. Um, they're stretching to either corner of the stretching rack. It's, there's another, like, two feet above where her before her fingers would even touch the edges. It's pretty big for her. And um, the cuffs are linked to the chains. And when you look at the one closest to you, you see key, a keyhole in the cuff. Mm. And when you look at the other, the closest leg to you, you see the same thing. So you can surmise that it's probably the same with the other two limbs on the other side. Mm -hmm. 
This does not look good. This does not look good. Um, did I use my bonus action yet no. with the snap? You have not. All right. With my bonus action, I'm going to start humming a blade song. Okay. And then are you, I assume you're staying there. You're not moving. I'm not, I'm not leaving her. Okay. All right. Now we are on to Jari. You also heard Tom shout. You also heard Oliver Thrin, uh, reluctantly say he agrees with you in this situation as messed up as it is. Alrighty. Um, well, these two aren't going anywhere this second. And Tom is in trouble. Uh, so, uh, looking to uh, Aldi, like, uh, uh, hold that thought, I'll be right back. And I run upstairs to see what's going on. I pull the mace. I, I go to pull my thunder hammer, and then I stop my movement, and I frown, and I look down, and then I pull this mace of disruption, and I look disgusted, and then I resume running up the stairs to, to go help Tom. In your bitterness, <laughs> you it's 20 feet up the stairs. Uh, you get to the top pretty easily, so you still have to move if you want. You see Tom backed up almost to the threshold, so you almost smack into him. Um, as he's uh, watching some sort of blood version of him, about three-fourths out of, coming out of the canvas that's dripping onto the floor. Which one is the real Tom? I look confused. I realized that Tom couldn't be in the canvas, uh, so I'll take my last five-foot movement step in front of Tom, sure. since he had backed up, uh, and then I will chuck a javelin at the one coming out of the Roll to out attack. of the picture. Um, I don't know why he's giving me plus eleven. That doesn't seem right. It should be plus six. So I'm just gonna roll it through here. Uh, twenty-two. That will hit. Oh, this damage is still not right. So, uh, take nine damage. All right, it take there. You hit it. The javelin sinks in for a second, and it the the thing doesn't make a noise, but it flinches like it felt that, and then the the javelin will fall to the floor in a slump. I look back to Tom. I'm like, uh, you're the real one, right? can't respond so uh, <laughs> uh actually yeah go ahead and you can respond to that yes no shake your head you can do that yes of course it's me it's of course it's me that's what a doppelganger would say <laughs> I stare off in the distance and then i shake it off i'm done okay uh zane you're up so seeing I dash up the stairs, of course, I'm following directly behind him. And uh, so is the blood, is the mini blood god dead? Nope, it is still there. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's still three quarters of the way out of the painting. It's trying to get out. All right, so we're going to lose a couple arrows at him. Perfect. So um, we're going to see if we can hit him. If a does uh, twenty five hit all day, wait nine points of damage. All right, and then I'm going to use my second attack and do the same thing. Twenty nine for eight hits all day. 
you see your arrows go into the body, it does that weird flinch, like it's, it, maybe it feels it, the arrows will gradually slop off to towards the floor and clatter on the floor. When the arrows hit, did it seem, did, was there any type of reaction from the, the blood creature or did, did blood splatter out? Any, any, any type of indication that there was a, 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 an adverse effect? Yes. So it, it flinches like it felt it. It doesn't scream or anything. Uh, you can see there's like a hint of a mouth in the mess, but it, it doesn't scream. It, it does flinch like it felt something though. Like you would flinch if you, if you got hit. Right. Yeah. Anything else? Um, are you staying behind Jari and Tom? Are you yes. going to, okay. So you all three are there in the doorway. Um, any bonus actions for you? Not at the moment. All right. Then that is the uh, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not to interrupt you, uh, but to interrupt you, I actually did sixteen damage to it. Now that I've read up on the throne property that I probably should have, you know, years ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. It, it still uses my strength for everything, so it was so it's going to be ten damage, or I'm sorry, no, uh, it's going to be uh, thirteen damage. Excuse me. All right. So you did nine. Alright, got it. Thank you. It's still up. Alright, so as you guys attack it, 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 it comes out of the canvas and stumbles a little bit. It seems like it took, it took all this movement to get out. And it turns to you, and Tom, it looks, now that it's here, it like for, like materializes completely. It looks the spinny image of you, except in horrific crimson, and leaves footprints where it uh, walks and drips a little bit. And it raises its hand towards all of you, and you recognize these hand movements as a fireball spell. You don't know what level, but you recognize the movements. Uh, I will cast Counterspell. Okay, what level are you casting it at? Okay. Uh, probably fourth level. Okay. Uh, you cast Counterspell. It's going to cast it right back at you. Fourth level. So I need everybody. Oh, you also were saving your, your bonus action. I believe you were waiting for your turn to come around, though, to cast it, right? Because that's how it works in the yeah, well breath. It's um, it uh, ba it ba bases it off of so so who, whoever is imbued with the spell can can choose to, to take their action to release that energy. So it's uh, but but I do think it is concentration. So I, I will have have to make make a con save. Okay, go ahead, and make that con save for me. Okay. And I believe you have advantage because you're a war caster. Okay, a 21. That saves. Good job, you have it. So I believe you can cast it now. If you want to, or is it... you got to wait to your turn. Uh, got, I got... I 
well, it nor, normally the from familiar has its own turn in in the order, but we 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 forgot to establish that at the start, so that's Apologies. something I was going to bring up. Go well, ahead. that's that's on me me as well. Okay, let go ahead and roll for me real quick. Let's see if it's got a earlier or later initiative than this creature. Oh, well, if the familiar is in the fireball blast, it's an absolute moot point. That's true. It's it's gonna die. Yeah, I think it's it has a three. Okay, so it's gonna be after this creature anyway. Yeah. And you're yeah, right, it is it, in the fire uh point. So poof. Webster, no. Alright, uh everyone please dexterity make it saves. Yeah, Dexterity saves pretty please, thank you. Oh, nineteen. You make it. When you say everyone, I'm imagining you're saying everyone upstairs or does... upstairs. You're you're okay. fine downstairs. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen or twelve. Okay, so Jari and Tom make their saves. So you'll take half damage. Unfortunately, Zane, you did not make it, so you will be taking full damage. So let me get that going. All right, twenty-five for full damage, and then cut that in half for those who uh, succeeded. As whoosh, fire just excels towards you, and Alderson, even though you're not in the line of fire, you feel the intense heat race down that side corridor and the blast from above. You feel just the intensity of it in close proximity like that. And, and is it half rounded up or rounded down? Rounded down. Okay. So 12. Mm-hmm. And that is its turn. Top of the go. Tom, I believe your your very little familiar friend is gone. Sure. No. And uh, I'm going to cast Fireball right back. Perfect. At uh, fourth level. Oh. Or, yeah. All right. Let's see if what happens. All right. They got a 90 on their deck save. Well, uh, yep. That's a good save. <laughs> Uh, so is it 28 damage? Yep. It is still alive. It, the blood bubbles and singes from where it took it full on. Um, but it seems to manage to avoid the worst of the attack by ducking low. Uh, but you definitely did significant damage to it. It Parts of it are, it's bleeding more onto the floor than before. Mm-hmm. Anything else for you? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, I well actually, I'm going to use some movement to step away from the party. Probably a good call. All yeah. right. Uh, how far were you getting from the party? Um, max speed, 25 movement, but not getting any closer to the uh, blood version of me. Okay, so you're skirting the wall. Are you heading towards the other alcove, or are you heading towards the top of the room? The alcove being the other door where you guys came from. Probably towards the other door. Okay. You are about five feet short of that doorway, um, but you're right there. Now, Aldrithin, it's your turn. Um, He sort of thinks to himself, like, what the hell are they doing up there? But 
eh, they've been through worse. Um, and uh, is going to try to pick the lock on Bell's, uh, Bell's, I guess, right wrist. Okay, DC is going to be really high. Uh, go ahead and... You have um, Thieves' Tools? Yep. All right, go ahead and uh, roll. What, what am I rolling? So it's going to be your uh, proficiency plus sleight of hand, d20. Okay. <laughs> uh, that that that's not that, that that's an eleven without adding my proficiency, which right. is three. <laughs> Got it. Well, it's above ten, so that's good news. You don't jam it in there, but you you can't seem to get any traction with the picks. It seems like it almost gets stuck a few times before you um, give up on it, realizing it could potentially make it worse. Mm-hmm. Um. That was your action. Yeah, I don't have a good plan for my bonus action. Um, I'm trying to stay calm um, and trying to not show how nervous I am to to her. Okay. Trying to keep her calm. Okay. She's she's watching she's watching you do this, and she, you can tell she's trying to do the same thing exactly you're doing. She's trying not to let too much emotion show after you told her to be calm. Mm-hmm. But you can tell her she's breathing fast. Mm-hmm. As am I. Mm-hmm. All right. If that is all for you, uh, then yep. we are on to Jari. We a little shit, and I rub the 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 dust or the ash off my face, and I walk down Mini Tom, uh, Blood Tom, uh, and I will. Uh, it. it I was gonna say, does he look bad? But of course he does. He's bloody. <laughs> but on Dun Ching, uh, I will uh, use my use my abilities here. I will use an action to cast a booming blade Ooh, on okay. him. Uh, so. I need to make a weapon attack, so I'm going to use the Mace of Destruction here. Uh, does hit. he 19 hit? Mm-hmm. It, is he uh, undead or a fiend? No. Okay. So he is going to take that, and then some of this. Uh, so that's going to be 20 damage. Okay. Um, how would you like to do this? Because oh, you've obliterated uh, <laughs> what's left. <laughs> so uh, I will walk up to him like, come here you little shit. Uh, and then I cast Booming Blade so the Mace of Disruption starts crackling with uh, thunder energy. Uh, and I reach down and I uppercut him with it. And when I do, blood explodes and goes everywhere as he bursts like a like a balloon. Uh, but then I use my bonus action to come back through and backswing. And when I do, if I'm assuming is what's going to happen, uh, I accidentally hit the key that was inside him all the way across the room down in front of Tom's feet. You do... Exactly that. Um, Tom and Zane, 
if you'd like to make dexterity th- saves to not be blasted with a wall of splattering blood. If you'd like. I mean, I hope I, I hope I fail it, which I think I do. Yeah, I got a four. You are coded, sir. And so are you, say. Uh, there's another blood top! And I start walking towards top. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, uh, the wrong roll. Hold on. Oh, oh, that was... I had... Yeah. So, uh, add five to that, so 13. Oh, you make it. You, uh, you duck around the edge of the door to avoid getting splattered, so the wall behind where you were standing is just splattered and coated with the blood. There's four of them! Now, Jari, Jari, it's, it's, it, it's me, it's me! That's what a bloody doppelganger would say. And then I cast Hold, Hold, Person. Oh. <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> I would probably, too, if a, a very strong jar was coming at me. <laughs> I mean, uh, you just obliterated me. Wisdom save 14. Okay. The key is by your feet, Tom, by the way. Yeah. And I'll probably pick it up. Oh no, it doesn't work, Shane. <laughs> you feel the magic try to take hold of you, Jari. Um, you seem you just push right through it. He's got a bunch of spells too, just like you, Tom. Well, where's the other Tom? Uh, uh, look around. <laughs> you don't see another Tom. You see the key it's, on the floor. He ate him. Zane, finish him off. I quickly knock four arrows. Oh my god. <laughs> Zane? Zane, come and then, on. And and then I wink and chuckle. <sighs> oh. <sighs> a doppelganger wouldn't be able to to replicate that whimper. That's that's the real top. Don't scare me like that. Well I didn't draw, I just knocked them. Well, I, I've just seen a version of me just bla- just bludgeoned, bludgeoned to a bloody pulp, and just uh, that could that could have been me. I walk over and I put my hand on the back of his neck. We'll just <laughs> take that as a learning experience if you ever try to cast fireball on me. That and, could uh, be you. And uh, I would probably jump jump a little bit as, as you do, and I'm very tense right now. Uh, then okay. uh, you hear everything go quiet upstairs. You are muted, by the way. Oh, that was the end of Tom's turn. Oh, sorry, Wait. you are officially out of combat, everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. I was confused. Yeah. Sorry. So I'll just then you hear everything has gone quiet. Tom, after your heart, second heart attack of the last 30 seconds, uh, the key is by your feet. Okay, guys, I think uh, this is the um, s- solution to the 
um, riddles. So I think um, this will help with the people down downstairs. And he holds holds out the key to to them. I grab the key. All right. All right. Grab the key. Head on downstairs. Aldrith, then you see Jari coming down. Uh, unless everyone else is following him, you'll see the whole party then if they do. <laughs> We've gone from like every second counting in what was, uh, you know, every six seconds counting to a casual stroll. Well, the moment I see him, do I see that he has a key in his hand? I would think so. I don't, unless Johnny, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Jari would like hide it. You probably have it like in your hand next to your chest or something as you walk down. So I'll yeah. just, I, um, I'll just hold now, like, key now. What's the magic words? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I pause for a second. Yeah, close enough. I throw him the key and I will pull out the scroll to cast on Tan in case something seems to start going wrong once one of these people is free. Okay. Aldrithan, the key is tossed to you. I unlock Bell's manacles. The key slides into the the cuff uh, lock perfectly. Uh, click! The first one comes off. Um, I assume you do it for all four? Yeah. Click, 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 click. Um, get them all off. The chains, um, you know, just lay it there, hang off the edge of the table as the weight of them slumps them off. Uh, she groans as her shoulders pop, kind of, from, like, being stuck in that position for so long. Um, but she's free. Um, I... I don't think I give her a hug. I think I just immediately say, how did you get here? I... Shouldn't you... Shouldn't you get him too? Shut up. How did you get here? Don't fucking talk to me like that. Like, she went from scaring immediately as you talked to her like that. She, like, snaps at you. But you're not... Not used to. Not unused to. Yeah, no, we have sort of a contentious relationship. Um... I, I just stare at her, and I imagine that my colleagues behind me are, are doing other things. Yeah, like, I can trust them to get the other guy out. Mm-hmm. What the rest of you doing is Tom has a momentary spat moment with, with the girl. I talked to myself muted. Uh, unlock the other guy. She ain't going anywhere, and he ain't going anywhere. Uh, you still got the key. So let's see if it works in both locks. I toss it. I, I don't. I don't look away from Bell, and I just I toss it behind my shoulder. The key. Who's catching the key? Got it. Well, Tom would still would still be upstairs. Okay. Because uh, he probably gathered that being down there would just make make the machine go uh, quick go. Uh, get stronger. Um, mm-hmm. So he, so he's just investigating what's upstairs to see if he can find it, it any clues for anything. Like, okay, we'll come like any back to that in just oh. a moment. Then, uh, okay. Zane, what are you doing? Did you stay upstairs? Or did you go downstairs? No, I'm downstairs for sure. 
Okay. Do you catch the key? Of course. Perfect. You have the key. Uh, I attempt to unlock the cuffs. Okay. Uh, Tan's cuffs, same situation. They come, once you insert the key into the locks, they come off without a problem. And your, your old friend, your brother in arms, brother from mother, mother, uh, groans. Oh, it's good to see you. Thank you. And he sits up, rolls his shoulders. They all pop and everything too. Very stiff, similar to to the girl and goes so we should have conversations because um do you have the raven out right now zane or is it on your belt loop where where's the broken uh figurine of a raven on your person right now uh it's it's uh probably tucked into a pouch to be honest got it okay so um tan who does not have his weapons um is going to reach into a um under his like his tunic and he's gonna pull out a, f a raven figurine that looks very similar to yours almost exactly except without the crack as go you and i should we should probably talk um this came to me a few days ago and now i'm here and so is she i as he sits on the edge of the rack uh, and presents this, Zane pulls out the cracked version. How long have you been here? Tan doesn't answer for a second, looks at that raven, looks at this one, and goes, that's even more confusing, but all right. Um, I've... I've been in... Delicott for at least two days. I, the Raven said you needed help. There was an, an, an illusionary script message attached to it that said um, you guys were looking for for the pilgrims that went missing here um, a few days ago. Uh, it led you to um, some situations with with a group called the Faceless, I guess, and you needed some help with with tracking down some leads. So I I headed over here. I was supposed to meet you at the crack in and get the the second room from the end of the hall. Um he's and you can see he's trying to rack his brain, remember everything. And he goes, and um Um you guys you it said you would meet me the following morning, so I, I went to sleep that night. And but all of a sudden um I'm I get attacked. I uh, there was um no sound. I couldn't hear anything couldn't even hear myself and I was just coded and I couldn't see anything uh, so I couldn't get the magic off and away from me and I was suddenly bagged and gagged knocked out I I woke up in this room when it was it was and you don't see any windows in this room so I I'm not sure from when I arrived two days ago how long I've been down here but she arrived and he points over at the girl the girl that uh Alderthin is currently having quite a stare down with um that she's got here a couple hours after after me and they and these someone tied her to the shackles or locked her in too gagged her and gagged me we couldn't talk 
And as the conversation kind of turns towards Belle, because he's pointed at her, Belle, who's glaring back at you, Aldrithin, for at least a count of three, finally just goes, I was in my studio. It was evening. I was just painting. And, you know, by candlelight, I don't like going to sleep. And all of a sudden, uh, I heard a commotion in, in, the, in the main room, so I, I went to check it. And all the lights, were, like, none of the lanterns were on, all the candles were out, so I went to go light one. Thinking maybe a rat got in, and all of a sudden I, I get tackled. And I go to, to claw their eyes out, but the, when I go to reach for the face, the face isn't there, and suddenly it feels like it's a much smaller person. Um, I felt... I, I don't know, I... They just fucking hit me, and I, I I blacked out, and I'm suddenly here, getting put on a rack next to this guy. And she points over at Tan and goes, and now I have you yelling in my fucking face. I almost died. What do you want from me? Like, fuck. And now she's starting to tear up and get real frustrated with herself for tearing up. Almost. And I start walking upstairs. I'm, like, just gonna be an asshole and not uh, acknowledge her, uh, her, her emotions. Um, and, um, uh, I, I, I want to ask her who, who brought her down here. Like, who, did, did you, when you came to, when you were down here, did you see who was locking you up? No, they... It was too dark. I couldn't see anything. Maybe it was one of these these faceless people that he just mentioned. I don't know. All I know is there was two of them, and they didn't feel like the first one that smacked me. The first one felt like it had a scraggly beard and, like, hit my shoulder. These these two were taller, and they, they locked me in. I've, I've got my... My spellbook, which doubles as my notebook, um, I've got out and I'm just sort of scrawling beard shorter than expected. Um, I snap it back and say, let me show you upstairs. It's a, it's a thin alibi of your studio, but it's there. She sucks in the, the tears, basically, like refuses to let them fall and just nods like, fine. Fine. And she'll get herself off the table. Stumbles, but manages to catch herself. Um, Tan will, as he's talking to Zane, um, will get up as well. Um, will go to, like, move to, like, he's trying to catch her, but he's also wobbly. Like, they might have been down here longer than they think they've been down here, which um, you'll realize that uh, Tan thinks he's, he's like, I've been trying to track time. I think it's been about eight hours since I've been down here. Which would allude that she's been down here at least six. But, um, Zane, uh, I think I'll sort of, go ahead. sorry. Um, I think as we walk in, then I sort of pass her my water skin. She 
takes it after a long drawn out second. Mm-hmm. Mutters something probably along the line of thanks or fuck you, you're not sure. Takes a swig, passes it back to you. Uh, Tan will stay with you, Zane. So if you join them upstairs, if you stay down here, he's going to stay with you. Yeah, we all, we definitely try the rest of the group upstairs. Okay. So, Tom, we cut back to you. You said you wanted to kind of investigate the room. Where, what are you looking for again? And how are you going about this? Um, or do you need a repeat of what the room looks like? Yeah, yeah. Could you please give me a repeat of what the room looks like? Yep. So it looks hexagonal. Um, so the it's a hexagonal room with the walls and how they're spaced out. Each wall has some sort of painting on it, been painted over many, many times. Uh, the main one that's to the north is of a giant window scene that seems to look out into the city. Uh, a city. But every other painting's just got kind of like nature scenes or of people. Um just that have been painted over and over again. Um, the below some of these walls are bookshelves uh, or dressers, and they are splattered in years worth of paint that have just gone awry. Some have been spilt on uh, various oils. Um, there are books and scrolls, though, along certain shelves and tomes that have been some have been damaged by the paint. Some of them have been crammed into corners. It's a little messy. Um, but that's what the room kind of looks like. The weird thing was the easel in the center of the room, which is now, um, still red ruined paper or red ruined canvas because the spell has been completed. And that hole in the center of the room where the floor kind of slumps to, to like deposit the blood into the center where the basin was downstairs in the middle. If the key hadn't been knocked aside, it would have dropped into that basin between the two, um, Stretching racks at the floor below. That's what you see. Okay, so uh, Tom would be trying to peruse these scrolls and books to see if he um, can see anything. He's primarily looking for clues, but but if something in there interests him that doesn't seem to relate to here, he'll still be reading and maybe collecting books if anything's of interest. Yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation for me. I have an 11. An 11. Uh, it's a lot of ruined books. It's it, it seems like there's a lot of information here. There's some There's some one or two romance books. Uh, there's some Hey Dave, is someone talking in your background? Okay, thank you. All right. Um, there's some romance books off to the side. You can tell by the binding what they say. Um, there's a couple of there's a, quite a few books on like techniques of pa- painting and artistry. Sculptors, famous artists of the past. Um, there's one book about horticulture, um, but nothing that seems to strike your attention is particularly interesting or odd to the situation within Eleven. Uh, he might t- take a book or two about horticulture, but everything else he'll just leave. Okay. Uh, so you do that and you hear everyone coming upstairs. 
uh, you for the first time, you see uh, two new figures. You have surmised it's probably people who were downstairs. Um, a young woman um, is next to Alderthan, who seems to not be willing to leave her side, but is not quite touching her. It feels like there's tension between them, but he's clearly like sticking close to her. Um, then it's it was Jari first, so he came up first, and then it's Belle and Alderthan. Uh, Zane is coming up behind them with a uh, quite uh, strapping-looking uh, man. Uh, you see that there is an amulet about their chest of a de- what you think is a deity, uh, and they're looking around the room with um, with kind of a curiosity and concern. Uh, when when they walk in the room, it feels calmer. Um, like they're the intensity of Alderthan and his person is almost counteracted by the overwhelming calm that this male figure presents when walking into the room, or at least tries to be calming. And Alderthan is seeing, like, painted red Tom for the first time. Uh, And he says, um, uh, you've looked worse. Jari's in a very similar state, possibly even worse, because he was front and center for that splash. Oh, okay, then he totally would have uh, saved that quip for Jari in that case, and didn't realize that Jari got splashed too. No worries. Thank you. Oh, shit. I go back downstairs. <laughs> and I get the pike and the club out of the, uh, out of oh. the rack. <laughs> Alright, when you do that, the machine um, starts rotating and rotating until the cuffs are locked um, at the joint where it would have gone into the um, basically there's a like a big circular iron bar right there that stops it from going into the wheel spokes. But you got your when I go back and she's like, oh shit. And I walk over and I pick up the javelin. Okay. Where'd you now? Uh, did you guys see anything else beyond the doorway and stairwell did it did it look like we can go in that direction any uh did it kaylee downstairs in that room you did not see another doorway nope that was it at least that we saw Okay, so if this looks like a dead end, then... In, across these eight to six hours, six to eight hours that they were there or more, did they see anything else, anyone come and go other than through the stairs or hear anything? Let me make some rolls real quick. What were you going to say, Tom? Let me, I'm going to see if they do remember anything. Yeah. Uh, so if this is a dead end, uh, maybe we can go back and go back to the fork and then uh, take the straight path. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm going to wait for Kaylee to like be able to roll things. Okay. Um, I with else I check. with um, Tan's ability scores on that four, um, unfortunately he doesn't recall much else. Um, he's like, no, I... I, I woke I woke up chained. Um, they hit me with something magical to keep me asleep. 
but she was she was awake when um when she came in and bell uh will say um i no it was just i was just in my studio uh on on this day and now when she says this day someone as i'm saying that someone make history roll anyone can make it but she says on this day um she will say a date so as i continue please make your rolls um and then suddenly i i got attacked that evening and like i said they the the figure looked taller when they went after me but when i went to like scratch at their face they it, their face wasn't there i they and i realized they they I think they were shorter. Um, maybe, maybe they were magic or disguise. Um, I know there's been, there were been attacks and people were mugging lately, but I, when I got into the room, it was too dark. I, I, I can't see at night. Um, they made sure I couldn't see their faces. I, and, uh, I came down that, that stairway. We just went up and suddenly I'm, I'm in, I'm in my studio. Um, but that that door did not lead to my studio before. Uh, yeah, I this this is fucked. I and you know she's starting to ramble. But um, with uh that nat 20, 23 for Jari and that twenty three for Tom, the date she's saying was so the date you guys faced against Eric and then showed up here was two days ago. The date she's given you would have been five days after that. So time has passed since our apparent resurrection. Mm -hmm. That's what it seems like. Okay. okay. Well, seven days since our fight and possible resurrection. Yeah. At least... Right, if, if that's but if these two are mind. obviously aware of it, or unaware of that loss. Correct. They don't seem to, they have not reacted to seeing you like, oh my god, you come back from the dead. Like, the, you haven't seen that sort of reaction out of them yet. They may not have known that we were dead. If we were dead. Yeah. Sure, it looks like there's some time sh sh shen shenanigans going around. Hmm. Tan speaks of there, there's something going yeah. on for sure. What do you mean by time? Well, our last uh, last uh, before being here um, the day that uh, she remembers um our last day awake is was five days before that. And uh we 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 think we might have died. Tan blinks at that. Belle whips her hand to head to you, Tom, and then back at Aldrithan kind of trying to confirm with a look at him. Like I just shrug, like maybe. Okay. Both of them are kind of quiet to that. 
Um, Tan seems contemplative. As he looks over at, at Zane, then goes, you don't... You don't feel undead. And you realize he's possibly used a channel divinity to check on that. Well, we're hoping to find uh, the the cause and find what's going on down here. And there's a lot of puddle, puzzles and riddles that we've been trying to solve. So I'm going to try to collect as much information as I can. And uh, Tom looks over, over over at Bella. Hey, lady, are, are, are you the painter? Bell and... Yes, I I own the studio. I live in the studio. Um, is since you're familiar with this or this representation of your studio, is there anything here that jumps out at you? I anything different aside, of course, from maybe the bloody easel, the bloody uh, dwarf, and that's like. Um, but anything with the art, anything uh, you know that's, that's different? Um, besides all those things, um, she kind of glances around. Maybe too many books and scrolls all over the place. I usually don't keep keep them in the studio like this. I'm going to piss her off even more. Um, I think I know where she hides her things because I've probably ruffled through them before. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over... I think uh, her her desk drawers have a false bottom to them. Um, like they had the, the, There's a board you can pick up and there are things underneath the, sort of her, her valuables or her... Um, mm -hmm. uh, things that are meaningful to her. Um... So if this is a true representation, then they would have gotten that right as well. If it's a crude mock-up, which at the moment I'm erring towards, they wouldn't have replicated that. So I'm going to go over and see if the desk has false bottoms. Okay. Uh, as she sees you start going towards that desk, her eyes are glued to your back, and as you get closer and closer, she goes, Aldi, don't you fucking dick! And as she says that, uh, you do see a false bottom, or you feel one as you rum touch the desk. I'm going to look inside. It's been rifled through. Uh, someone else has gotten it to, to it before you. Um, you notice what serves as her diary uh, is missing. Is there a locket in there? There is. Um, I sort of turn my head around and give her a, a smirk, like, you kept the locket that I gave you. She just looks at you and says, must have forgot it was there. Um, so I'm, I'm going to inform the crew that, like, uh, this is this is a high quality replica, if it is a replica at all. Uh, I don't, I can't tell what this place is that we're in, what this dungeon is, but it could be that it's that we are really in her studio 
and we're just not being allowed out of it. Or somebody has taken great efforts to completely replicate the world that we came from. New fella. Uh, yeah. Tan will look over and you go, oof. You okay? Do you, do you, do you need help? Uh, would you believe me if, if I said this wasn't the first time? Kind of pops an eyebrow at Zay and goes, not in the slightest. Uh, since she didn't seem familiar with the books and stuff, are, are perhaps you familiar with the books and stuff that are around here? He's going to kind of glance around the room and he goes, not particularly, but I have something that could probably help. And he is going to mutter something, um, and move his hands, and he's going to cast Detect Magic. And you'll see him start kind of walking the shelves. Um, he'll start at the desk and he'll kind of look at it and goes, huh. Okay keep moving, doesn't seem alarmed by it. And then he's going to come to a bookshelf and he's going to stop and he's going to look at um, the bo second from bottom shelf and squat down. He's going to pull something out. And it looks like a thin black book. And Alderthin, I need you to roll a history check. Or a or a um, a perception check. I would prefer to roll a perception check. Okay. I should have said that a little bit quicker. That's my bad. That's fine. It's about the same. It was a six versus an eight. Okay. The eight will be enough. You Something in your memory jogs at seeing this little black book. It's not bells, but you recognize it. I'm going to wander over to... Um, I'm, I'm talking on this person. Tan. Um, and just sort of, you know... Be beside him as he wanders with his detect magic, and is he is he keeping the book on his person? Yeah, he's just holding it kind of flippantly on the hand that's right. closer to the shelves as he's kind of continuing to scan. I'm just gonna be a companion, peer over his shoulder a little bit. Okay. When you stand next to Tan, you even though you're kind of high strung, you do feel immediately calmed by their presence. Um, just just they give off this aura of like you're safe with me. Um. He's just kind of humming for a second. Hmm, 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 hmm. And he completes his loop and goes, well, other than a couple of items in the desk, which seem to be more bits of jewelry that I could tell from the shape of them inside the desk, um, this book kind of caught my eye. And he kind of opens it and goes, um, it's kind of all gibberish to me. He's not like like super reading through. He's kind of flipping through it to see if any of the pages light up specifically. But he's like, mm. it's just, yeah, this is the only thing that really caught my eye. What what about it made it catch your eye? It's magical. Seems to. Well, actually, it seems to be the only thing in perfect condition. In uh, anything, I don't see any paint splashes, no grease stains, no rips on the pages. Everything else here what is. Kind? kind of messed up what school of magic um not sure in the school is just it's it's guarded against decay 
or wear, wear and tear, it seems. Uh, as he's flipping through the pages, do I, like, is it gibberish to alter them? It's not so much gibberish, he's just not really looking at the words. He's just trying to see if certain oh, okay. pages pop with magic. Um, is it a cookbook? Is it a adventure story? Like, do, like, do keywords pop out? It looks like someone's notes. And you see this in one of the corners in of one of the pages, just for a second, but you see that. Or I'm not sorry, not that one. That was the wrong person. There you go. Hmm. Um. He's gonna look. At the you. moment I see the initials of my rival, I sort of slap the the page so it stops flicking. Ted's like, yeah. And goes, uh, did you, oh. did you want this? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, 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 I do feel guilty for off-putting somebody, like, the, the one person. <laughs> I'm not used to feeling calm, and so I'm, I'm probably really valuing the time next to this person. Um, it's all but right. But I, I don't want to, like, this is the one person I might not be an asshole to on purpose. Um, it's okay. You know, I, did, did you want it? No, I just, I recognize that that name. They'll glance down at the page and like, oh, well then he's, he'll thumb it and then he'll actually offer it to you. But here, if you recognize Thanks. it, it might mean more to me to you than me. Um, so I see um, Percival's initials and I don't know is it scribbled in like a corner or is it part of the book? It seems like a, a hastily scrawled note to themselves. Um, this is what. Ignore the very first top sentence here. Let me. Um, hmm. Let me do this. There we go. But that's what you see as you read over the page. It's it's kind of hastily scribbled, but it's legible enough you could make out everything. What is everyone else doing as um, Tan hands over this little booklet to Aldrithin and has completed their round of Detect Magic? So this is an art studio, you said, right? Yes. Her art studio, yeah. Is there the classic basket full of fruit? Yes, there is. It's in a corner. I walk backwards <laughs> towards it, okay. try not to make eye contact with anyone, and then shielding the basket from the rest of the room, uh, I pick up whatever is on top there, and I start eating. It's a banana. It tastes good. Okay. It ta actually tastes uh, fresh, even though a little. You see that some paint somehow made it over to the basket, but with the peel, it's easy to. Doesn't affect you or anything. It just tastes good. I, I eat whatever's there <laughs> until someone calls me out. Okay, make some stealth checks for you. There's gonna be four. Make four stealth checks. <laughs> All with disadvantage, baby. Clank, clank, creak as you bring up yeah. the creak. Yeah, it's, it's it's not stealthy at all. 
Okay, so as good lord, you can go ahead and call all those out. <laughs> one, three, seven, one. You think you are so stealthy that the creaks just must be from the floorboards as as Tan's walking, but as you're just casually eating banana, an apple, crunch. Um, you floorboards, you- but it's a stone floor. <laughs> Yeah, everyone and their mother from three states over is aware that you're eating the fruit right now. Anyone else? Did they find their gear? You have not found Tan's uh, weapons yet. You you actually now, yeah, he does not have his breastplate. He doesn't have his... Uh, he doesn't have his armor, uh, and he's like kind of in his normal basic clothes with his boots. Uh, doesn't have his weapons, but you have not found any of that yet. Any indication due to the detect magic? Uh, if you ask Tan, he goes, not here, not downstairs either from what I can see. Maybe down through the door you came through? I didn't see yeah. a door. We'll go look down there. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I didn't see anything from a doorway or anything magically heading downstairs, so maybe through the other door. And as you head that so you're just going to head that way? Yeah. Okay. Um, you head down those stairs. Um, I assume you're just walking out. You're not doing anything to, like, stealth out? Yeah, Zane and, and Tan are together, so not to ditch him or anything. Okay. Uh, you'll Tan will follow you out. Leaving uh, Aldrith inside, so all of a sudden the the pleasant presence of Tan leaves you, uh, and he follows Zane out. Zane, you come downstairs, so you know the hallway that leads back towards the corridor with the Gorgon Goddess statue. Uh, the other path is the right path that you guys did not take that does not descend up or down. You can't see anything yet, but you would have to probably walk around the corner before seeing more of that space. Mainly focusing on the areas that we've already been to. Not separating from the party is the key. Got it. Okay, so you you go down the stairs, you see down the hallway. You see both down both hallways, but um, you would have to see anything of note, you would have to continue either down to the right, basically. That'd be the new, newest path. So nothing of note catches your eye otherwise. And with his detect magic, he's not seeing anything that indicates a secret door in the tunnel. How about you, Tom? Well, uh, Tom's just gonna try to clean himself up as best as he can. Okay. Just wipe yourself off with a whatever, and she, uh, Belle will see no. you doing that, and um, she'll get, ugh, and she's gonna go into one of the, the closed cupboards. She's gonna grab Looks to be a towel. Looks clean. And she's gonna offer it to you, like, here. That looks grimy. And then she's gonna notice Jari bloodied eating her fruit on the other <laughs> across the room and goes, Alright, I suppose. <laughs> so you're Tom? Uh, yes, yes, I'm I'm uh, Tom. F- thank you very much for the uh, town. 
Of course, I'm glad to see friends of Al Aldi are, uh, have manners. So it's a pleasure to meet you too. And thank you for saving, you guys for saving me. I appreciate that. That was, um, that was a lot. You're, you're, uh, welcome. Um, tried to do the best, uh, we can. Uh, sorry about, uh, the stretching. Apology accepted. I think you're not, it's not your fault I did up there, but I appreciate that. Um, and as you're looking up at her, she's got, um, Long brown hair that's tied, that seems to, it was in a braid once upon a time, but probably got pulled out from shaking her head back and forth against the wood. Um, she's, she's very, she's a little rough around the edges, like with her personality, from what you can tell with Aldrithan, but she's quite pretty to, uh, especially the facial features, slim build. Um, so there's definitely some paint around her, her cuticles from a person who spends a lot of time with paint. Her hand, her palms look a little stained with color. Um, maybe she hasn't had the chance to like really wash up before she was grabbed. Um, and she says, so you guys were asleep? What happened? Well, uh, last uh, we knew, uh, we experienced a a dream, I think, where we had gotten stabbed, or we got stabbed and then had had a dream. Not quite sure which. Um, and we heard someone talking. Said, get, said, give us another chance. And then we woke up outside this place. And we've been trying to go through this place ever since. This place, okay. Uh, good to know. Um, sorry, I don't really hear much about all all these work. Uh, and that she's, you know, she's just having a conversation with you. She's trying to like keep herself distracted from the fact that like there is blood everywhere in her studio, and she's in a place she doesn't recognize. So she's trying to like have a conversation with you to keep her head above water, so to speak. Um, Alderthan, do you say anything about what you're reading? No, I, I tear out the page that has this message on it, and I put it inside my spellbook. You try to rip it out, it does not rip. Ah. Alright, well I get my pocket the book and puzzle over that one. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll I'll walk over to 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 to, to Bell and Tom and um, uh, I say I I think uh, we'll probably be making an exit soon. I might suggest that you gather any supplies that you can. And what I'm thinking of is a uh, is a um what does it call it a pack of artisans tools. Oh uh yeah yeah um. Okay, yeah, I can put some stuff together. Um, she goes to walk towards um, the cupboard where the, the fruit bowl was sitting on. Sees Jari there goes, um, can, 
can can you just and she's shut like does a hand motion to like move to the can you just move real fast i know you're enjoying yourself right now but um can you just move side <laughs> there's 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 apple bits in orange pulp running down my meager beard and face and over the front of this chainmail armor that's beneath me <laughs> okay um she as you move to the side you don't i assume you don't move super far um all of a sudden she kind of just looks at you and just, she looks down at you and goes and just she has a confused but slightly concerned look in her eye for just a split second then shakes her head and um goes and grabs the artisan supplies there's only a fireball i'm fine huh oh oh no that's not i'm glad you're i'm glad you're okay um that wasn't that wasn't never mind um and she'll she'll get her stuff and pack it all up I never mind as I finish the apple core and I look around. I'm like, all right, where are we going now? So as I assume uh, Zane has returned to the party. So in tow is Tan. Um, yes. Okay. Tan goes, well, there was those two corridors downstairs, but the way you looked at one of them seems like you've kind of been down it already. Is there, there's that other path? Do we want to go that way? Yeah, let's uh, go go that way. And Jari? Yeah. Um, if the other path ends up being like this room, uh, you better be prepared. For what? Um, in case there's anyone else, will be saving. Yeah, they'll they'll implode too. Uh, and don't hey, rush hey, into things. I don't. I don't rush into anything. Uh, hey Zane, do you got a shield or, or no? Uh, I I I kind of. Turn slightly to show the shield uh, hanging on my back. You don't use it because you use your bow and arrow from the back. Uh, can I take it? I hand it over to him, of course. It's back up. It'll do. Uh, myself. <laughs> Say that again, Johnny. Well, I guess it's kind of dainty. It'll do. I, I just mumble to myself. Okay. Uh, I have a mm -hmm. separate question. D did how much relationship did the party have with Webster? Webster's been with you since the day uh, Tom learned the spell. So <laughs> oh, no. Webster yeah, is just... a pride of joy mascot. <laughs> oh no! He always comes back though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Do I have supplies, and do we want to take the time to sort of re-summon them? I'd say you I, have I think supplies. that's your call. Yeah, let's, uh... Ooh. 
Um, it will take an hour. Do you suppose we we'd have that time? We got all the time in the world, I guess. Ten. Okay, well, go ahead. I guess I'll, I'll guess I'll uh, ritual cast find familiar. Perfect. So, Tan. So what? Go We're gonna take a short rest, then I'm gonna mm -hmm. suck it when to get back up to full. Okay. And then, um, exactly what I was thinking. Tan will uh, find a corner of the paint and blood cover room. Wipe it off as best he can. Sit down, and he'll sit next to you, Zane. Um, and he'll go. Can I, can I see your raven that you've got on you, real quick? Yeah, and I hand it over. Okay. He pulls it and kind of like takes a moment to inspect both of them. And goes, huh? And he's coming towards the end of his detect magic. And he goes, well, it's it's a pretty good duplicate. Uh, now that I look at them both, I can see, wow, I missed it wasn't yours. He's looking at his as he says, the one that's not not the one you usually use. Um, magic's kind of tainted looking. I'm not sure what kind of magic it is, but it's, it's tainted looking. Um, the, the note, though, was pretty close to your handwriting, and I figured since you have a, a wizard in your party, the the spell came from them. I should have I should have questioned it more, I suppose. But but did you ever and he hands you back the uh, he's like, I can I can try and fix the, the broken one. Um, the magic's still on it, which is good, so that won't ruin it, but um I can fix the wood if you want. Do with it as you like. Alright. And he, um... He'll start casting Mending, which takes a minute. And as the magic stitches the wood back together, he goes... I'm glad to see you're okay. The... The letter made it sound like you... You gotten yourself in quite the situation. I've never... I don't know if you know this, but your tone in your letters is usually kind of dry, for lack of a better term. This one was frantic, it felt like. But maybe that was just to, to lure me out, I don't know. Um, but, like I said, I'm, I'm glad you're alright. That you're still in one piece. I'm sorry I wasn't there sooner. And he'll hand back the completed raven to you. The good one, not the one that he got. Alright. Is anyone else doing anything during uh, the downtime? Okay. Sorry. Not me. Nope. All right. 
So we okay. will go ahead and he man through uh, to the end of the hour. Okay. So uh, because this is a short rest, Tana, can I get my arcane re recovery to, 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 to proc? Yeah. So so I can get a so I choose to get back a first and second level spell slots. You sure can. Okay. I, I was doing the same thing. Perfect. Cool. Um. And then uh, is where can I find the uh, hit die on D twenty or D and D Beyond? Under short rest. Short rest. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to roll a cleric hit die. So six and seven. So that's 13. That brings me up to full. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, Webster's back. He's now uh, sitting on my shoulder. So, I'm ready to go when, when you guys are. Alright. You guys are up and moving. Are you heading to that other corridor? Down the clip. Yep. Alright, you head down the stairs that led up to uh, this uh, studio. Then you go down the right path, which does not go up or down. It goes straight through. Uh, as you round the corner, um, you see another threshold about 15 feet down. Again, torches are lighting the way you should go. Um, you come to the threshold of a room filled with various weapon racks and all sorts of different weapons surrounding a stone statue of what appears to be a knight with an outstretched hand. On, on the plaque above the knight, it says, Bring me the greatest weapon that kings covet, put warriors to ruin, and ends all battles. And you were standing at the threshold of this room. There is a doorway beyond on the other side of the statue. This room is a 30 by 30 foot room. Oh, that's, that's easy. That's a battle axe. I walk over to go grab a battle axe off the off the rack. Okay, you... Jari, Jari, no! Don't... What? What is the greatest weapon? It's a battle axe. We know it's not a sword. Swords suck. Javelins, uh, they're they're all right. I'm, I'm growing accustomed what's, to it. What's, what's, what's happened the past couple times you've, you've, you've rushed in and into things? Uh, we got in here because my big brain got us through that mirror. Uh, yes, we did. That, we did. And, and then and I lost all my smart. stuff. And that wasn't yes. it was before. So right now I'm 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 fifty fifty. So this should put me back up to seventy five twenty five. Or no, no, it could make things worse. So uh that's... I put my I put my hands on my hips and I look at you curiously. How can it be worse? Um. Well, I mean, you you could die again. Won't well, happen twice. It, it 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 can it can can like 
so why would a king want, want a battle axe? Because you use it to cleave off the heads of your enemies, uh, like with the executioner, or, you know, it breaks sissy swords, and, like, it can knock through through armor. It's obviously a battle axe. Only seconded by a warhammer. Would, in, would in, in anything else um, work? I mean, if if other things if other things could work, we we, we should we should probably think this through. Other things can't work. I what, I, I, I look cross-eyed at you. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on, yeah, come on. Let's come on. Let's 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 think this through through All together. Right. Only like, because my my brain hurts more than it did earlier. I'm going to give yeah. you guys like 10 minutes before that battle axe goes in his hands. Okay, so okay. the battle axe <laughs> that you're looking at is... Out of, out of character, I know the answer, so I need to find a way to remove myself <laughs> from it by doing this. <laughs> That's fair. I was going to say, the battle axe that you're looking at, which is a great axe, uh, the blade itself is simple. No decorations are engraved or engraved patterns. Any engravings on it could only diminish diminish the strength of the blade, which is probably what partially drew you to it, other than being a great axe. Okay, could we get the riddle in the uh, notes sure and lore chat? Can. So it's the greatest weapon that a king covets, puts warriors to ruin, and ends all battles. That's what you see mm. among these various weapon racks uh, on the walls. Most of these weapons, oh, actually all of these weapons from where you're standing, you can tell are in some state of disrepair. Is there only weapons in the room or is there something else? You only see weapons. Well, you see weapons, but you also see like what appears to be a book that is sitting on a shelf uh, between a couple sets, like uh, between a set of them. Like, so there's one rack of weapons here, one rack of weapons here. In between is a, a small like hanging shelf with a with a book. Well, Tom's going to go straight for the book. You cross the threshold? Yes. All right. Zane and Aldithin, you will see it. Because you are, at this point, probably towards the back of the party, which you typically are. You're going to see Belle and Tan immediately drop to the floor. And the floor immediately seals up behind them. They drop through? They drop through, and it seals behind them. They don't even get a chance to scream. I think I'll, I'll just shout to to Tom to make him turn around. Just sh Or maybe I'll just shout in surprise. Zane, what do you do? Do you react? How do you react? Well, I'm guessing we have no reaction. 
I meant like, do you shout? Do you gasp? Do you just stare in horror? Just trying to understand what happened. Okay. So looking at the place, looking at the threshold. Okay. Um, you're staring down, trying to figure out how this happened. Uh, everyone else hears um, Eldrithan's shock cry, or shocked gasp shout. And if you turn to look, you will see that Tan and Bell are no longer with them. I spin around with the javelin raised to throw or to stab and uh, look confused. I'm like, uh, where'd your girlfriend go? That question is for both of you. I think I, I think Aldrithan is going to sort of drop and put palms to the ground where they, they fell through and try to try to see if there's a trap door or if there's anything he can a clasp, any, any evidence of how they could move through solid rock. Make an investigation check. You too, Zane, since you're trying to figure this out too. Nat 20. I'll let Zane finish his roll just to see if we get two. My first critical success. Oh, <laughs> snap two Nat 20s! No way! Nice, gentlemen, nice. All right, so you don't see a hinge or a latch or anything like that. You are able to surmise that something magical was triggered the moment someone went through the threshold. And you've come to the conclusion that it didn't matter who crossed the threshold first. This may have been intended to happen. Given what you know about this place and the theme being second chances, maybe this is going to be part of something in the future again. Maybe, or maybe there's no longer a need to keep these two in this world. But you, yeah, you, you assume through magical means they were sucked through the floor. There's no blood. There's no... There's no, like, hinge drop to suggest. You didn't hear a thud either, so they didn't, like, hit something below the floor. It, it, the way you're describing it, and sorry if I'm, I'm taking it too far, it, it, it makes it sound like we might not immediately be worried for their fates based on this investigation. Potentially. Because you didn't hear a cry, you didn't hear mm -hmm. a hinge drop, you didn't hear them hit the bottom uh, of whatever may be down there. You... It's like the inevitable next step of this trial. Potentially, yes. I checked to see if the book that I had in my bag is still there, given that everything else that we found was on them. It is still there. Yeah. So is Zane's 
raven that was mended because he handed it back to you. So. Oh, right. But that's what happens. Uh, Tom, you're in the room. Yeah, I turn around, see that the two are missing, and try to get some idea if we should continue or if there's something else going on. How would you go about making that assumption? Or that determination? Like uh, looking at Zane and Alderson to see if uh, they have concern or or like if if they're feeling uh, like still high stressed out or anything like that. I will leave that to Zane and Alderson to communicate. Zane's pretty cool about it. He's just trying to level head, figure it out. Yeah, I think investigation is where Alderton is comfortable as well. So the fact that 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 and out, and I feel like I've got all the information I can. I sort of nod for Tom to go ahead. Yeah. No. Okay, then Tom's going to go straight for the book. Okay, Hi. you go and get the book. And you find what seems to be an inventory list of the various weapons in this chamber. A lot of it is weathered down with age. You can, like, the, the text is not even legible in some of these, but there are several that stand out that you can still read. And so I'm going to, and it's the various names, and the ones that come to your attention are these, um, are these items, and it's their history. So this weapon, called Dawnreach, is a weapon that fell from the sky on a clear day, as the book entails. Tyrant's Demise, a weapon was, that was found stuck in the body of a necromancer on the verge of becoming a lich, a nameless king who is obsessed with extending his reign indefinitely. Shieldbreaker. This weapon was reforged from shattered weapons of three mighty heroes who slew each other in the final hours of the First War. It was assembled to signify a new truce between the three kingdoms of Caleric, Valsh, and Galamar that would hopefully never create the events again that led to the con that led the continent to another event like the Rift. The Shameless. This weapon was stolen from every owner who's possessed it. Peacemaker. A weapon was found on the body of a low-ranking warrior. Although you can see signs that it was once meticulously cared for, history claims that an unnamed warrior did not wield it in combat. And then the Black Scarlet. This weapon was forged by an evil apprentice of a great blacksmith. The apprentice used it to kill his teacher, forever staying it in a dark hue. It is said that upon death, the apprentice's, apprentice's soul was sealed in the blade. All right, guys, I have a list of weapons here um, with their names and such. So maybe the answer to this uh, riddle is um, 
based on the name of one of these weapons. What's the axe's name? Uh, what what is the axe's name? You're not sure. It does these. This points. text does not describe which weapons which. You'd have to go and look at them. I'll take a look at the axe. Okay, I'm just putting the descriptions real fast in the chat for you. Go. All right, so you go and look at the axe. The great axe. The blade itself is simple, no decorations or engraved patterns. Any engravings could only diminish the strength of the blade. It is definitely worn. The leather handle is very worn out. The blade itself is slightly chipped. Uh, do I ha get, get a feeling that uh, that axe is one of these weapons? Yes. One of these? Okay. You see... So now that you're looking at all these weapons, um, you see a halberd, a greatsword, the axe, a dagger, a longsword, and a rapier that are still in decent condition. Do I get to make a history roll based on your notes there? If you'd like to, yeah. That, that <laughs> I, I saw it, and yeah. Well, let's see. My my history is no longer uh, what it once was. But my rolls are pretty good, minus my stealthy. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. So, as you're looking through... Um, you're trying to decide if this would be the blade, or you're trying to figure out which description matches it, I assume, the name? I'm just looking at everything else that's there, because there's a bunch of weapons. Mm -hmm. More weapons than there are named stuff. I'm pretty positive this axe is going to be there, but I am looking at the other stuff. Okay. Given the history that you've been provided and the names of, you're pretty sure the great axe is Shieldbreaker. It's a good name for an axe. So, based off the riddle, I it if that is a shield breaker, I don't think that solves the riddle. Based off of the names that we have here. Uh, which name do you guys think would be the one we need to find? Heelbreaker. Not, not Shieldbreaker, no. Uh, the raise of hands. Who says it's Shieldbreaker? I raise my hand. Well, I don't I look, think... ar I look around for support that I know that I'm not going to get. <laughs> I don't think kings want their shields broken. And I think they sort of thrive on steam. And most kings are tyrants. Scarlet is a kingly color. Side note, actually, uh, with your history check you just rolled, I realized I had another note for this. Since you did it specifically, Jari, 
you recognize the dagger that's on the wall. You've seen... You, you're pretty sure you've seen Oswald carry this dagger at some point. I look around curiously. Okay. The dagger is... Go ahead. I, I take it off the wall. Okay. It is a smooth and delicate blade made from some sort of dark gem or mineral and is held with a grip wrapped in high quality cow leather. around the room looking for things that are out things you're doing what i started walking around the room and i started looking around and under things okay does anyone want to do anything as he's doing this is anyone looking at the weapons themselves are you just checking out the room you checking out the statue what you doing is there an obvious exit to this room yep it's across the other side past the stone statue walking through the next door okay you walk through the next door you come into another area um that was it was hard to see before but now that you're in there it is another um there's another doorway however this one is sealed so the the next room is it large or so this is like a, a threshold going in front of you, see a door. So like it's maybe a, a 20 foot by 20 foot space and cross from the threshold you just came out of is a sealed door. Uh, you have night vision, right? Nope. Okay. So you can barely see. You see something is on this, what looks to be a doorway that's sealed. And you see two places where torches could be lit up. They're not lit, even though so far you've seen torches get lit up. Whenever you walk, these ones do not automatically light up. Mm. But you see something on the door there. Um, I'll cast light. Um, I'll reach up to one of the torches if it was lit. And, you know, just, just for a jaunt, uh, cast light on top of that. Um, okay and investigate that thing I'm almost seeing. Okay. What you see is a sealed doorway with no visible handles. Painted on the door is an androgynous and a drop on there and androgynous cloaked figure whose hood covers the top half of the face. The mouth is a hard grim line. The left hand is at their side, palm out as if to hold something. Uh, feel free to make an investigation perception check for this, for for that bit right there. Uh, as there is an indentation there. Um, while, second that 20. Ooh, Sorry. No, no worries. Um, while the right hand is held up, hand at eye level, palm facing outwards. So with your nat 20 investigation, that indent, it looks like the shape of the key you held would fit there, along with something else. Some other... It doesn't look like, like the key. It looks like the teeth of the key would fit, but it seems mm -hmm. like something else needs to be there too for the for it all to work. That's three out of four 20s in the last four rolls. I know. You guys are getting good <laughs> real at Real good. All right, so you just discovered that. I want to go back into the room real fast. So... Yeah, is anyone looking at the weapons, the statue? 
Um, Tom is going to be trying to match weapons with the names. Okay. Um, make an make an investigation, arcana, or perception. One of those three. I have a 28. 28 Arcana, nice. Okay. So the halberd is a large, thin, smooth blade made of ivory. Uh, and, is and its handle is um, wrapped in an extremely rare dark brown salmon leather um, at the end of a titanium pole it's attached to. With just one razor sharp edge, this weapon uh, allowed its wielder to the ability to shred their enemies two pieces at a distance. Uh, the great sword, the blade has a barbed straight cross guard, creating the ideal uh, weapon balance to allow for smooth, accurate swings with this blade. The dagger's no longer there. Then the great axe you've already discovered, the long sword, Actually, no, sorry, the rapier is next. The rapier is a fairly long, thin, smooth blade made of obsidian and is held by a grip wrapped in scarlet uh, smooth leather. The long sword, a blade has a narrow curved cross guard with an olive branch welded around it. Uh, not for uh, not the best of craftsmanship, but adding weight to the blade for better weight balance, as well as offering the hand protection during battle. This, otherwise, the blade and crossguard are plain, which tells you this weapon could have belonged to anyone, from a knight to a common foot soldier. And with your 28 arcana, you know that the rapier is the black scarlet, Obviously, you already know that Shieldbreaker is the Great Axe. And that the Halberd is Dawn's Reach, or Dawn Reach. So that leaves Tyrant's Demise and Peacemaker. Yeah. And... Uh... And and which two weapons are left? The ones that have, have haven't been identified yet. The great sword and the long sword. Great sword and the long sword. Well. And can you give a or post the description in the chat for both? So the great sword is that. The long sword is this. Zane, Jari, are you guys doing anything? Or what are you doing, I should say, in this moment? I'm still looking around the room for signs of my cousin. Okay, uh, make an investigation check for that. Zane, how about you? I think uh, Zane would just be overseeing the weapon investigation. Okay. Uh, due to his uh, familiarity with the weapons. Perfect. You can give uh, Tom help here with an investigation rule if you'd like, or contribute to it. Uh, let me just look at this rule that Jari did. 
A nine. 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 I'm not finding anything, obviously. No. And I'm never going to because I'm a big ding dong. But <laughs> it's not going to stop him from trying. Right. Yeah, no, unfortunately. All you know is that at one point Oswald had this dagger. Well, I have it sheathed. And I'm carrying the great axe around, too. <laughs> okay. I'm curious. I'm going to take a closer look at the at the rapier as well. Sure. Go ahead. Roll investigation, perception, or arcana. Uh, twenty-one. The rapier on perception. Okay. So as you know, the rapier is a fairly long, thin, smooth blade made of obsidian and is held by a grip wrapped in rare scarlet smooth leather. Do you pick it up or do you just continue to look at it? I'm just admiring it. Okay. As you Visually. Okay. Um, you stare at it and it's with your pretty good roll there um, with the 21 perception, you do see that the, the obsidian part of the blade uh, it seems to not pulse, but like it doesn't it doesn't pierce solid. It almost looks a little bit like something's trapped beneath the surface. Like when you see something you look through something like ice above water and the water moves underneath, it faintly looks like that. Okay. Um, if you're doing nothing else with it, we're gonna we'll go ahead and move on, but I just want to make sure you have adequate time to decide what you want to do with that. Okay. Have uh, you guys figured it out yet before I put the sacks in his hands? And then we can move on. That's obviously the right answer. Zane is sus to everything here because of the racks. So And because of the disappearing of Adrae's uh, gear. So yeah, there's no touchy. Understandable. Okay. Uh, Jari, you call that out. is a little... Sorry. No, you're fine. I was going to say Aldrin, or Jari, you call that out. Aldrin, what are you doing? Um, I'll come back into the room with uh, my hands in my pockets. I'm a little peeved that no one is having to come to terms with like the imminent torture and demise of their best friend in this room. Like, sort of a why me thing going on. I'm being a little bitch. So Alderson, as you say that, you see that Tom is frantically looking over the book, trying to... He keeps switching between the greatsword and the longsword that's on the wall, looking back and forth on them. Uh, Jari is eyeing the great axe, and Zane is peering pretty closely at the rep here, but not touching anything. As you make your statement. Just choose one. Sort of kick the dust. Aren't you supposed to be the smart investigator guy that can figure out clues and figure the answer to things that people can't solve? Isn't that your job in this group?
<laughs> I'm an asshole do I want to be? <laughs> I'm not used to playing a mean person. Um, Out of character, I, I I know which one it is. No, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm trying. It, this is a dangerous know. riddle to write for a group of DMs. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't help. So I, I, I I'm trying to not right go down that path, yeah. but um, um, yeah. But I'm wondering if Aldrithan can just be an asshole about it. Um, uh, he he points at the peacemaker. The, the olive branch. Yeah, yeah that's... Well, I mean, with the peacemaker, I mean, kings covet peace. It, if there's peace, you don't need warriors, and so it ends all battles. So, it seems like the peacemaker's the answer. Just need to find out which one. I I think it's the long sword. Because I mean, based on the notes here, it says it wasn't used by, or it, it was found with a body of a low rank. And uh, yeah, this is the only one that seems like it could fit that description. The axe. No, <laughs> long sword, Jari. Answer the long sword. Well, the yeah. answer's wrong, but if you want to go with it, then by all means. Okay. Okay. How about you use the long sword? If that doesn't work, we can use the great axe. I grumble and I grab the long sword, and I like feel the balance. I'm like, this thing sucks. I just slap it into the hands of the uh, of the statue. Okay. So as you put it into the hand of the statue, um, Tom, make a perception check for me. <laughs> Eight. That's, you know what? It's still enough. Because um, I wasn't super... I, was, uh, I just need you not to get an out one, basically. Uh, so, as... The statue's hand closes around the hilt of the longsword. And it starts to come alive. It looks over at you, Tom. You recognize the face of this statue as being a particular paladin in your life. Uh, oh no. It's... It's him. And... Tom's going to try to cower, cower behind someone. And all of a sudden it, like I said, it's come to life. And who put the sword in the hand? I did. It's going to come after you. Um, so instead of these saying slime attacks, they're going to be uh, attacks with the sword. So. And the sword was Peacemaker, right? It just was, making sure. Yep, it was just right. maker. Alright, just make sure. No worries. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, is it magical? The yes. sword? Okay. Take 23 uh, uh, slashing damage. As it comes off the pedestal, I need everyone to roll initiative. Eleven for my initiative. Just gonna roll a d20 for here. Cool. 
14 for Zane. 14. Nine, Tom. Yep, nine for Tom. So we got... So we got Zane, Aldefin, Jari, Tom, and then Statue. All right. Zane, you just saw the statue swing down on um, Jari and cut him pretty good. Uh, I am going to just let loose my arrows. Go for it. Uh, 23 for 8. What happens? 23 hits. And it's 8 damage. Okay. Does it does it seem to affect it seems to statue hit. at all? It does seem to hit. It does okay. seem to uh, hit, like, hit a piece. So. Alright. Then we're going to hit him again. 24 for 12. Perfect. Again, more another little chunk comes off of him. Going to um and then um and then I'm just gonna make sure that I've got adequate distance. Okay, so you are probably you're next to the weapons rack. Do you head for the door that Tom, not Tom, sorry, Alderson just came back through the one you uh, came through originally. Originally. Okay, you can get outside that doorway if you like. To it. To it, okay. So you're by the door. And that ends my turn. Perfect. All right, Aldrithin, you are up. Um, Can you describe where the where we are in relation to the statue? The statue's at the center of the room with a plaque above mm -hmm. its head. Um, that's it like almost is up against a, a pedestal wall that goes from ceiling to floor. And so the and it was like in the indent of this pedestal. And then the plaques above that. The room itself is 30 by 30, square room. Uh door to the north, door to the south. The south is the door you originally came through, the north door is the one you just came through. So you mm -hmm. are by the door, I believe, that led to the new chamber. Uh uh, Zane just moved to the opposite doorway. Alderthin is right up in front of this thing. Tom is likely behind Jari at this moment. And is the statue uh, uh, life-size or is it by, like a gargantuan thing? The statue itself is large. Okay. Um, so does the sword almost look like a like a short sword or a dagger in its hands? Looks like, like a short sword almost in its hands, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to take out my whip and attempt to disarm it. Okay, roll the try to wrap. Yeah. Does a 22 hit? 22 does hit. Um, I'm going to try to not trying to wrap the whip around the sword and tug it free. Okay. Uh, is that a contested contested strength check then? 
Or is it just happening? Um, I'm not sure with this arm. Hang on. You perform the disarm action while using this whip. You have advantage on the weapon attack to knock a weapon or another item from the target's grasp. If successful, you can use your reaction to pull the drop weapon or item to your hand. Okay, so you, if you have you no have free hands, it falls to the ground. You've succeeded. Pardon? You succeeded because you got the armor class. So, yeah, yeah. it's on the ground now. Um, I'm going to jump for the sword. Okay, you jump for the sword. Uh, the moment you take the sword out of its hands, uh, the statue stops, stands up, and anyone can take an attack after they want, as it backs up into its original position under the pedestal top and puts its hand back out. Oh, I'm definitely stabbing it. Okay. Go ahead and attack it. Yeah, I don't trust this masonry. Uh, 28 to hit. You hit. And... Uh, 15 damage. 15 damage, okay. Uh, you hit it, but once it's gone under the pedestal, the cracks that you all previously done to it seem to fix themselves, and its seals closed. Uh, the sword breaks in your hand. Ah. Leaving the handle and the blade separated. Does the handle match the size of the gap that I saw in the door? The handle itself, no, but the the olive branch that is wrapped around it, that might fit. Oh. I thought it was sort of a oh, I was imagining um like it was like a metallic sculpture representation of an olive branch. It is well to really... it, like wrapped around it, but like with it breaking, mm -hmm. it maybe you can get it off. Could I slip the branch off somehow? Make a make a sleight of hand and or athletics check. Uh, um, we'll try that. How does eleven go? Eleven. You hear it. You don't hear it like whine or anything. It's pretty thin metal, but. It seems to still stay on the handle. Um. All right, I I indicate to, to to my party. I'm like, I think um. I think we can use the sword in a way that we don't make the statue come alive and take half of Jari's life. I think we can use the sword in a more constructive way if we can get this art piece off of it. Let me see that stupid thing. I handed the Jari. Uh, athletics roll, mm -hmm. you said? Yes. Uh, 18. Perfect. Uh, you almost bend it out of place a little in some spots, but you managed to get the decorative piece off the handle. Careful with that. Careful. Careful. I throw the handle away and put the olive branch in the hand of the statue. The statue uh, crumbles, and you can take the olive branch. It actually small shrinks down into the piece that would fit the indentation you saw Aldrithin in the other room. I pick it up and I hand it over to him. Give you a pat on the back. Uh, are you... Like, visibly wounded, Jari? <laughs> no. I have so many hits. Fine. 
that that amount of strength coming down on me would have um that that, that I'm a little I'm, I'm a little uh, spongy. Um, you you know I could take a lot of hits. All right, uh, all right. Since we've been <laughs> like you've seen me hit be hit ten times worse and just shrug it off. All right. So instead of just patting on the back, I give you a punch in the shoulder and like a th- like a nice punch in the shoulder, and uh, we walk into the next room. Punch you in the back. Take five damn now. Uh, <laughs> Take five. <laughs> yeah, a single unarmed strike takes me down like one third health. Um, yeah, uh, and I'll I'll take. Wait, who has the key now? Zane had it last. Um, fits. Um, although I am perturbed that this is a portrait of somebody without a face, and it seems. These th- the things happen. I think I heard part of that. You're perturbed that it's without a face, and then you kind of cut out. Sorry. Um. Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, I'm perturbed that this seems to be a portrait of our of our captors. If it's the faceless. Hmm. Okay. Have you gone back into the other room? Or are you still in that main room trying to find... No, I I put the olive branch in. Okay. Uh, You put the olive branch in. Uh, Nothing happens, but it looks like there's more room to add to that indentation on the right hand of the statue. We're going to pause real quick as Saul needs to reboot, so I'm just going to annotate this time. You're getting a little robotic every now and then, too, FYI. I think Discord might be going to put on us. Which we're about at the end mark anyway, so we'll spend a few more minutes and then call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, sorry. I, I was trying to leave without disturbing the the flow of the game. No, you're back. good. I I decided to take a short break in there. So five, four, three. Okay, so um, Alderthan, have you gone back into the room with that painted door, or are you still in the main room trying to suss out who has the key? No, I um, I have strode back. I I've got the olive branch. I've strode st- strode strided. I walked back into the uh, next room to the north, um, where there was the portrait of this faceless thing with the outstretched hand, and slotted the olive branch where it would fit. Okay. Um, I sort of I think I kind of beckoned with my hand. Perfect. That there was more to see through here. Got it. Okay. Does everyone else follow them? It's lit by my light cantrip in case no one else has dark vision. Perfect. So one of the sconces is lit up by light. Yeah, I would have followed. Okay. So now that you're all in here um, with some higher perception rolls uh, in here as well, you'll notice that there are also 
there's also a sconce above the doorway you're walking through to come into this room that is unlit. And then there's the two on either side of this painted sealed doorway without any locks or handles. You see that same image of a cloaked figure, androgynous. The right hand is down low as if indicating they're holding the, the key slot thing that's there. Uh, the left hand is at eye level, um, palm out next to their head, um, fingers pointed up. Are there any markings or anything that dictates, um, or it or indicates rather, um, anything that is like any words or or anything like that? Uh, no, you do not see any words. You see the three sconces, one of which is lit up. There's one behind you on the doorway. Um, above you, and then two to either side of this doorway in front of you. Actually, I sorry, I missed this note in my notes. You make an investigation check for me, real quick. Fourteen. Fourteen, okay. Beneath the sconce of the doorway you all just walked through, it says, even the brightest light casts the greatest shadow. Is there anything uh, in, inside the room aside from the sconces and the what's on, what's on the wall or, or the door? So, other than the scances and what's on the door, the only other thing to interact with, which the olive branch is currently in sl slotted in, it seems like something else could fit crossways with that olive branch in that slot where the right hand is resting in the painting. It might look like a key, the top part of it, the teeth of one. And it could look like it could sit across on top of the olive branch. Um, so guys, did we want to use the key from before here? Seems reasonable. Try it. The worst that can happen is that Jari gets slashed again. My mom's hit me harder than that. <laughs> yeah, give me the key as you know, sissy to put it in there. Okay. The key goes in. Uh, nothing happens immediately. Yeah, nothing seems to happen other than it seems to fit perfectly into the slot. I can't turn it, can I? You can you you attempt to and nothing happens. Okay. 
time we light another torch. So they're both lit. Because we only have the one lit, right? You have one of three lit currently. We'll use real fire instead of magic. So I'll, I'll light the three torches. All right, you light all three torches. Who's standing closest to the door? I, I'm standing right in front of it because I slotted the olive thing in. Perfect. You see your shadow reflect on the door, but kind of um, off-center because all three lights are kind of keeping the shadow from truly forming on the door. Um, but you see that your shadow is trying to form. It's just the lights, the way they're situated is not allowing for a full shadow to form. I think... I think I'm going to line up. I'm t talking like as Aldrithan. I think I'm going to line up myself with this face. Um, but if any bullshit happens, just I'm weak. you out of your I, misery. I, I got yeah, you as your yeah. best friend. Thanks. I put my hand on your shoulder. I line myself up so that my face matches where this hooded androgynous figure is on the door okay uh you're you're right dead center um it looks like it could almost be correct but again the lights are there's too much light on the shadow for it to fully form um it... so there's one that's behind you guys two to either side so the ones on the side are casting light all three torches right now are currently casting light, yes. Right, the, 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 the directionality of the light, the ones right behind me would help would help complete the shadow, but the ones to either side of me are, are disturbing that. Seems to be so. Um, I ask, uh, who's taller? Is Jari taller or is Zane taller? I'm a dwarf, I'm short. Well, oh, he's, okay. Zane. Oh, so he's short. Zane, you, you are the you tallest hold... one, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm the one being a shadow. I'm busy shadowing. Um, <laughs> Zane, could you uh, could, could you pick up the, the... Could you move the torches so they're all behind me? Uh, I... Absolutely. So I, I gather them up and put them all behind him and try and make it so that T, it's a focused shadow. Perfect. You do that. You line I, up. What? I hold up. I hold up bunny ears behind his head. <laughs> uh, a perfect shadow with bunny ears forms of your silhouette. Uh, but you have up. to you have to like jump really high. Get on your tiptoes, Jari. On your tiptoes. I, I I stand on Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you kill Tom instantly. Roll a new character, Tom. <laughs> bring <laughs> bring <laughs> in the paladin. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so you... <laughs> that's a great image. Um, your shadow lines up with the, the cloaked figure's face. And your torso lines up as well. Nothing seems to happen with this current configuration of yourself. But the shadow is focused now on the door. Someone try turning the key. 
I tried to turn the key. Am I completely lined up with the with the with the thing with with the painting? Uh, you try to turn the key, nothing happens. Um, I don't know. Do you raise your arms? Do you do you mirror it exactly? I'll, I'll match the I'll match the the thing. Um, I'll, I'll I'll match the pose in the painting. Okay. When you match the pose in the painting, you hear uh, a rumbling, and all of a sudden the door starts to lift and go up and uh, a rush of stale air whooshes out at all of you it doesn't hurt you or anything or cause you to be sick but you could tell like the air has been trapped in this room for a long time and as it fully ascends about seven feet up into the air there is another chamber uh, across the threshold and that is where we're ending session today Thank you everyone so much for joining Dorks Are Dangerous Chronicle 7 Session 2. Please tune in for Table D4 or please join our Patreon so you can listen to Table D4. We'd love to have you. It's where we do all our theory crafting. We talk about the shenanigans that happened in game, what may happen in future games, and try to link clues together. I have been joined today by our wonderful cast of Bruce, Dave, Saul, and Johnny, and of course myself, the Dungeon Master, Kaylee. Um, please uh, Johnny, if you shout out to our Patreons real quick. Oh, for uh, Firelorn and Kaylee and James, thank you for your support. We appreciate it. Thank you kindly. Tune in next time for session three whenever the party figures out what's beyond the door. And remember, dorks are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>